Self-worth is so vital to your happiness. If you don't feel good about you, it's hard to feel good about anything else. Another super quote. Thank you to Mandy Hale for that quote. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. and welcome to Heal. I'm so excited. This is the second time my podcast is going international. <laughs> Today we have a special guest with us and she is from not across the pond. She's from across the pond and a huge landmass and maybe another pond. And <laughs> this is my friend Kaz, who I met online. Kaz, good morning or good evening to you. Yeah, I've lived the whole day for you already so I can tell you that this particular day is a very good vibe day I'm 7 p.m here while you're 7 a.m where you are yeah yeah and thank you for having me thank you for coming on I, I was so excited when I found you um on Facebook and I'll tell everyone why I asked you to be on the podcast in just a sec but I was so excited when I found you because I actually didn't even know you were from Australia but um <laughs> You do some work that I am also starting to embark on. So it's like, oh, here's someone that I can um, learn from, get inspired by. And um, I know we've only sort of started chatting about for about a week and a half, but I can already tell that you are someone that's super inspiring. So I really appreciate your time. And I would like to tell everyone that Britt's not here with us today because she's not feeling well. So sadly, she really wanted to talk with you as well. And she's kind of bummed out. Yeah, as am I. I was hoping that, um, yeah, would have been really good to have. I, lo I love getting younger people's perspective of things and, um, you know, learning from them as well. So hopefully we can do this again one day and she'll be able to join us. That would be, I bet you she would really like that. Yeah. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you right now, Kaz? This is Kaz Olive, by the way. Is she not have the best name? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thanks. Um, who am I right now? Um, well, I, I run a group on Facebook called Women of Worth, and it's basically all about um, providing a safe space for women to reclaim our power and our worth, in a nutshell. Um, and it really sort of, I guess, came from, um, I, I've worked, I've been in three domestic violent relationships myself and um, a lot of other stuff in between. So I've done a lot of work on my own trauma and my own healing. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess what I wanted to do is to then give back to others. And um, I, I just sort of found a lot of, um, I guess help out there in the community was um, not necessarily that useful and um, I also went and worked for six years um, in domestic violence as well with um, helping women to keep safe so I worked for a government organization um, on the front line um, yeah doing that so I, I sort of learned a lot about um, trauma and other people's experiences as well so that's what led me to create this group and then create my program called I Rise um, which is also all about um, taking women through the steps of um, healing their life and reclaiming the parts of them that have been you know I guess I don't want to say broken but right right I keep I guess know, that earlier I don't uh, like that we're broken I just like to you know, put all of our pieces back together, even though that implies that we're broken, just put everything yeah. back together where it's supposed to be so we can then be our true selves and who we're supposed to be. And that's exactly it. It's like, it's more, it's more about uncovering all the layers, I think, mm -hmm. to, to find again, your authentic self, because when you're fully in your authentic self, um, everything in your life just flows from there, right? Yep. Yeah. everything flows to you through you 
for you. Like it's all there. Yeah, yeah. You just have and to that's uncover. Such a, yeah. And I think, um, you know, as women, we're always, well, we've been taught to suppress a lot of our emotion and a lot of what we really want and what we need. And, um, you know, also neglecting parts of ourselves because we're, you know, this patriarchy that we live in is sort of taught us to give out everything of ourselves That's right. and forget about all our own needs. Never give back, never give back. Yeah, so, um, but really it's the other way around, you know, when we're full in our life and um, we're coming from, you know, and learning about ourselves because we change all the time, you know, we're always developing and mm -hmm. changing as we go through different life events and um, different times in our life. So when we are fully um, taking care of ourselves, and understanding what our needs are, then everything flows from there. So then it we're really able to does. give even it more. You know? really, who doesn't really want to be around somebody that's fully embraced who they are and is loving life and positive and, yeah. So it must have taken you a long time to get to this point, though. At, like, at some point, when did you start saying enough is enough and I need to start taking care of myself better or differently or whatever? At what point in yeah. your life did you say... Well, I think it hasn't been like, you know, like I've just neglected myself and then one day I woke up. Right. I think it's been a I long I think it's a little process. bit at a time. I think a lot yeah. of us think that, yeah, I'm taking care of myself. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You know, we don't really know what we're doing until we know. <laughs> That's true. That's a profound yes. statement. <laughs> we don't really know until yeah. we know and then we know. <laughs> But yeah, I and then we once, don't know what we don't know until we know. Yeah. And then once you so, know, once you, this is one of my favorite sayings. My sister says it all the time is once you know the truth, you can't unknow the truth. The truth is the truth. So once you uncover, if we were to apply that concept to what we're talking about, once you uncover your truth, how can you put that back in that box? You have to, once we know, we know. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Once you know, and you can't undo that. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Until until you discover a new thing and then that becomes the new truth. And that's the thing about truth, you know, living in black and white, it sort of um, limits us to what other things that might be, like I think some things aren't so much about black or white or truth or untruth. It's more about like what's worth what's worthwhile for me and what's um, not going to serve me, you know, right. and yeah. And it's, ama it's amazing how many times we still go back. I say we, I'm just generalizing, which is one of my least favorite things to do. But in general, um, yeah. we tend to go back to what's not serving us. It's like, yeah. hey, let me just see that one more time. Maybe it does serve me. That doesn't, no, it's like a slap in the face every time. I, I know. Yeah. Old habits are hard to um, get rid of. And that's um, so relatable to domestic violence as well, because you know, um, you sort of think that um, when you leave an ex-partner and then you find a, a new guy that because he looks different, then he might be all different or because he, this guy is a plumber and that one was a, um, I don't know, a lawyer. So they're two different people. So it's not going to, but those same patterns, sometimes we recognize the red flags, but we choose to ignore them like, oh, you know. Maybe he was just having a bad, bad day, you know. This time or. Yeah, he's a different so, person. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Um, I want to talk a little bit about energy. And as you know, um, I did tell you right before we started recording that heal doesn't necessarily mean to heal ourselves. Well, it does, but it doesn't mean that we're broken and there's something wrong. So we need to be healed. What it means to me is honor your past. So Kaz, you're honoring your past by talking a little bit about your you know, domestic abuse situation and how you overcame it, educating, you probably educated yourself, but energy is the another E, of course, awareness and love and let go, but energy, I see a beautiful chakra. Um, is it a painting or a tapestry behind you? Is it a tapestry? It's a tapestry, I think, yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. a beautiful chakra, beautiful woman chakra tapestry behind you, and it reminds me of what you just said about the energy and the people that the relationships that you, I would say, brought into your life for some reason. Um, mm. I'm a firm believer of us bringing, you know, reflections of ourselves to teach us 
um, lessons into our lives. I'm not saying you welcomed it and you wanted it. I'm just saying that the energy that goes out might be the energy that comes back. And I'm wondering if you, how you felt about yourself in those days. Again, I'm not faulting any woman or you, Kaz. I'm just saying about energy, like we put out what we get. So mm. what the, you know what I'm saying? So I'm wondering yeah, yeah, for sure. what's this yeah. lesson that it's hard to understand being deep in it. Is there a lesson that I'm supposed to be learning here? And is it your worth? Is it for you to understand that you actually deserve more than what you're getting right now? Mm, absolutely. And that's what it all comes down to, I think, is, you know, do, uh, am I worth this or is this do I deserve what this? I deserve? Yeah. 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 And um, for me personally, you know, I um, grew up in a quite a religious household. And I guess a lot of the teaching from that was about um, giving of yourself so much and putting yourself last. And I actually think there was something like, um, there was like a little Sunday school thing like God first, others second and self last. Oh, wow. Self -third. Yeah. Yeah, I understand the giving part, but then, you know, that's, and I think that's what holds a lot of people back from self-care, taking care of yourself before others, uh, you yeah. know, just a belief system that they, we grew up with saying that we shouldn't be taking care of ourselves. There's something wrong with that. That's yeah, stupid. yeah. That's such a shame. Yeah, and maybe other people have interpreted that differently you know, and maybe for what it was meant to be, I'm not sure. But for me, I just felt that um, I wasn't really worthy of receiving. So when you're talking about energy, the whole thing was messed up because I was giving out. But the it's, um, giving and receiving is like a flow of the, of the river, you know. It should just flow naturally and it shouldn't be like a whole resistance um, to either giving or receiving. But um, when you create a resistance in there becomes a problem somewhere so um, yeah I think in my relationships I never felt good enough I always felt um, and even my very first I got married at 19 wow. very That's young cool. yeah. yeah and the saddest it's young part these of days it's young these days but quite frankly not I mean yeah, yeah. well I'm in my Crazy. late 40s now so still probably young even for back then but yeah my mother married that young as well, actually. I think she was 18 when she got married. Mine married but, young as well, too. Hmm. But I think um, even back then, you know, I think the sad part of that is that I, I married someone just because he asked me, not really because I loved him. And um, although I probably thought I did at the time, but it was looking back, it was more about like, wow, what if no one else asked me and then I'm just put up on the shelf at 19 you know on the shelf and I'll have nobody and that might this might be my only chance to have someone wow. and that you know did he and he wanted me like wow right right doesn't matter yeah. what you wanted <laughs> like it wasn't yeah, even so, yeah exactly and that's probably because I was taught oh I feel I was taught all my life that really what my emotions and what my needs and um what I desire isn't really important yeah so yeah I took that into that relationship and I guess that was the lesson for that and that just became a repetitive cycle until I figured um, it out really yeah figured it out and put that worth into myself and yeah so what did you start to my own needs how, how did you start taking care of yourself were there were there any things that you started doing like me reading books on the subject or I don't know working out eating differently doing something I don't know any of that um what did you start doing meditating Reiki yeah do you do Reiki? yeah I do I do Reiki and I um I do Reiki on my clients as well I do a distance healing so um I I first started well I've always sort of been interested in um, healing and I remember when I was a teenager having really bad feet like I had um I don't know what you call it tinea in your ears um, no and on my feet like an athlete's foot I call it tinea. oh I'm sorry okay no I thought you were saying tinnitus. So, yeah. yeah yeah so I could hardly even walk I had bandages oh and socks on like just double up the socks and the bandages around my feet it was really bad it's like a fungal 
kind of thing. And no matter what creams and stuff I used, it just wouldn't go away. Um, yeah, so uh, I remember like, um, like, I guess doing a prayer. And like I said, I was brought up very religious. So prayer wasn't um, like a unusual thing for us. It was really common to pray even as a family and stuff. And I guess, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. not unusual. No. But um, yeah, so that was something that I did. And I just remember waking up one day and it was just gone. Like it was just scars left. So um yeah it was just like a miracle overnight and yeah so I guess that's always been um even though I kind of neglected that spiritual side of myself you know through your teen years and early 20s and stuff so um but it's always been a part of me to um you know explore that spiritual side of myself and um yeah adopt some healing work emotionally and physically and all sorts of things so um, and I probably got a lot more into um, the spiritual side of myself when I went through cancer about three, four years ago. Oh my gosh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So I had a, a year of cancer treatment and just a year of being in bed sick as a dog. It was, yeah, really oh, wow. horrible. So you're doing okay now you're, you're, oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, full remission now. So yeah, that's wonderful. Keep going every three months for my blood tests, and like, yeah, Good. I'm still in remission. Yeah, celebration. But that's probably been a big, the biggest teacher for me, um, uh, especially about my spiritual side. Because when you're lying in bed and you're that sick, that even walking to the letterbox was a big, a big effort. You know, my family yeah. used to drive me to the beach and just park up. Um, at the beach and so that I could see the ocean it was just I need to see the ocean it's just been the biggest healer for me is being by the sea so luckily we live close to That's the nice. beach yeah yeah and it's I was also just, one uh, of my favorite places to go I just sit and look at the water uh, yeah. yeah I sit there for about you know three hours and then go home <laughs> yeah, every, yeah everyone's rushing to the beach to get sun and play in the sand and I'm like bye everybody I'm going home now you know I had my yeah. three hours I'm good yeah, yeah. No, I can't get enough of it. Sometimes we pack up the car and take the barbecue and everything down there and stay until the, it gets dark. <laughs> Sunsets nice. at the beach are the best if you yeah. live on the right side of the world to see a you right do. side of you know, do. <laughs> We're on the west, so we get to see a sunset. But I live on sunrise. the east, so I see if I'm awake yes. early enough, I see a sunrise. The sunsets aren't yeah. that bad, but there there's no ocean with them. No, yeah. Yeah, so I can't remember where I was going with that. But, oh, because I was lying in bed sick so much, yeah. So what I was doing then was um, just imagining all the white light coming through me and really, um, yeah, focusing on that for my healing. And I, I believe that that's really what helped get me through those times as well. Without, you know, I sort of came, came out of it fairly unscarred, I suppose. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Hmm. That Apart from losing all my hair, which is growing back. Oh, it's fabulous. Your hair looks great. It looks great. All right, listen, we're going to take a real quick break, but we'll be back in just a moment because I want to talk to Kaz a little bit more about a little bit more about what she's doing now to help women. I know she touched upon it, but I want to talk more about your Facebook group, Women of Worth, and your group I Rise, if you don't mind. Is that all right? Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. I am so happy that we came back from this break because Kaz and I were just chatting off of <laughs> offline here and I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want you guys to miss a thing. So we just started talking about a leap of faith, right, Kaz? Yes, a leap of jumping. faith. Yeah, jumping out of something that's comfortable um, and just trusting that maybe the universe will catch us and carry us through to our next phase. So you just said, yeah, I just recently quit my job. Tell me a little bit about because I just <laughs> recently, yesterday, stopped my nine to five gig, as you might call it. It's, you know, I just stopped and I'm taking this leap of faith um, and now hoping everything, of course, it will work out the way it's supposed to. But um, tell me, you just stopped working yourself? Yes, and I totally understand and um, resonate with that, the leap of faith and yeah, like leaving what is the secure paycheck, I guess, because that was the hardest part, like I know on my 
heart and soul exactly what um, I needed to do and what I wanted to do. I wasn't quite sure how it was exactly going to look, but I just, you know, when you've got that fire in your belly, um, sorry to say, but nothing is going, that's not going to go away. No, you <laughs> you might be able yeah, to stall it for a while, but it's not going to go yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. It's just like knowing the truth. It's like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So if I'm not doing it, I'm going against every fiber, um, yeah. energy cell in my body. Like I, I have to be start to be truer to myself and go for yeah. it and just do it. Just do it. Don't think too much. I reckon that's the key. Just be I spontaneous. Be, yeah be daring I mean, okay so one thing I always say be is badass. <laughs> you can't you can plan for the future but you know you can take steps working toward your goals and we should always but you have hmm. to detach yourself from the outcome like you said what is it going to look like well I know I'm going to do this but what is it going to look like I don't know I know what I want it to look like and then if I detach from the outcome and just let it flow and be then I think yeah. it's going to be exactly what it should be and not maybe what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, anything where you're creating a big change, it can be scary. Change yeah. can be scary. And, and I love uh, Melissa myself for a long time, but going into this new chapter, for some reason, I don't trust. Sorry, the sun keeps getting in my face. <laughs> so good. I don't, I, it's for some reason. You look I don't pretty trust. in that light. Oh, thank you. <laughs> For some reason, it, the you know, like, don't trust that I'm going to do this right. You know, like, that's just the biggest in the back of my mind. You're going to screw this up, Liz. You're going to do something wrong, Liz, you know? Mm. Well, I love um, Melissa Etheridge's song where she sings that part about the only thing that stays the same is change. I love that, too. That's one of my <sighs> favorite things to say is change is the only constant, you know, something's yeah. You have to change. So tell me a little bit about your Facebook group, or do you want to talk about I Rise first? Which one came first? What, what, tell me. Um, well, they kind of came together. Well, I guess I Rise, I Rise was going to be a one day workshop. And, um, you know, this is that whole part of that leap of faith. I thought this was going to be, I was going to do workshops. And then, of course, COVID happened. Oh, boy. And um, it became very hard to meet people. So then I decided to chuck everything online and do everything online. I I, I, I made my, um, my website before I left work and obviously put a few things in place while I had a secure income. <laughs> and then, um, um, yeah, the iRise workshop became a um, eight-week um, program nice. or an eight-session program. Yeah. And when so, you teach in that program, do you do you work strictly with women? Strictly with women. It's a women's only um, group as well, and the program um, is a one-on-one, face-to-face. It's not in a group. Um, yeah, just to provide, I guess that. Um, that safety yeah. um but the group is obviously a group <laughs> so yeah um yeah I usually put on the group um like a, a video every week about a different topic that might be of interest and um that might be useful um and run um different events on the page as well on the group so yeah that's what happens in the group and it's all yeah all around um finding out and discovering who we are and claiming so this our could worth. be for any woman and not necessarily a woman who has been through domestic abuse is it for any woman who That's feels for like any they woman. need a boost yeah. yeah yeah because I think um you know even when we become mothers for those of us who are we still um have this idea that we have to forget about ourselves and neglect our, ourselves and put ourselves last yeah <clears throat> excuse me sure. because um uh you know we've got all these you know the needs of our husbands and partners and the needs of our children and um the dog and the cat and the budgie so we put everything else before us and then we've got the needs of our workplace so we're you know yeah just try to make, we're try just to make everything our, work yeah and we're literally yeah. just floating above water <laughs> treading water yeah, yeah 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 and I truly believe that we're in an age where we're right you know women are rising 
And for us to really step into our power, we really need to be, know who we are and we need to reclaim our authentic self that's just buried a little bit, you know, under all Amen. the other layers yeah. of life. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think that's fabulous. I think that, um, I think we're at the right place at the right time to help women. I think that, like you said, we are starting to come to that age of self-discovery at this ripe old age, like for some reason. And I think it's because a lot of us are caring for families and when they're grown, we realize, oh wait, what about us? So for some reason <laughs> around 40-ish and then up, we tend yes. to realize that there might be something more out there for us, you know? And I think that it's time. I, I think that women under 40 should start realizing this too, you know, start a movement of young people. Like you said about Britt being on here, it's a shame she's not, but it's wonderful to have her included in this podcast because she's also learning from people that it's okay mm -hmm. to take care of yourself. It's okay to educate yourself on energy and awareness and it's okay to, you know, let go and it's okay. All of this is okay because I didn't start learning that until, you know, late forties. So yeah, same <laughs> as me. She learns yeah. earlier, you know? Yeah. Forties is such a good time, isn't it? I thought such so. Such a powerful time. Like I was so scared to turn 40. I mean, I'm near, I'm nearing 50 now. So I'm, I'm 50, looking I'm 50, forward to that. 51. So you'll be awesome. fine like, don't worry ever since I had the cancer now you know how every time you have a birthday you're like try and deny how old you are or no I, I, lost, I just I blame those years now I just I do like, too yep I've yeah. known too many people who can't celebrate this birthday so I celebrate I lost my sis one of my sisters uh she was 41 she had breast cancer and it spread and she passed at a very young age and so since then I've always mm. been like, well, I'm excited. You know, it's my birthday. I'm, I'm here another yeah. year. You have to celebrate no matter what. Oh, it's such a privilege. It's a privilege to get old, you know. I think so. Yeah. I think of all the things that we can, all the knowledge that we can share, but all still all the things that we can still learn, you know, about yeah. ourselves and other things at this age. It's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. The discovery, so, having that curiosity in life, you know, that's something that you don't have when you're in a, um abusive relationship. I know I keep talking about abusive relationship. That was probably the but this is your expertise. This business. is here. This is why you're here. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. And then you come through the healing and you're through the other side and suddenly you just, everything is exciting and everything is new and fresh and you're just seeing it from a different perspective because, you know, in, the, in those um, relationships, the abuser takes all the attention and the power and all the focus and the power. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when you come through the other end, you're just like everything in life becomes a possibility and an opportunity. It's like you're reborn somehow. Yeah. A different person. And yeah. that doesn't just go for women of abuse. I mean, I think sometimes, I mean, physical abuse, emotionally abusive relationships, I've worked with women who were in narcissistic relationships. It's just, you see when they start realizing their worth, like even just a little bit of it, they take back that control. You can yeah. see it in their face, their whole body. You can just feel it in their energy. They're just different, mm. you know? And it's, and it's exciting to see yeah. them starting to care for themselves and understand yeah. their worth, you know, in a good way, in a positive way. Yeah. I know I heard, um, one of my clients the other day says this phrase, and I just couldn't stop like saying it back to her. She was like, well, I get to choose me. I get to choose who I want to be. It's like, yeah, girl, you do. You get to choose. That realization no is powerful. Yeah. 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 No one should mm. tell you what you should do and who you should be. You know, that phrase just to me sounds like freedom. And, uh, and that's oh, yeah. what we're all seeking for you know I, I believe that we have like we're born on this planet to just be um you know four elements I guess like freedom love peace and joy like if we're four if we're those things like that's who we that's who we came that, well, we that's embody, how we were when we arrived here yeah. you know we should embody we, we should be a physical representation of love <laughs> it sounds so corny but you know what everything you just said peace is love harmony is love 
compassion. It's all love. And um, it's funny because I just keep getting this image. Um, when we were talking earlier, I also got this image. Now I'm not a psychic or anything like that, but I'll have to tell you. So with the image behind you of the chakras and the tapestry and you and just starting to talk to you, because this is really the first time we've actually had a conversation back and forth. And my hands were like literally going to my heart chakra and just a little bit on my throat. So I'm sitting here like this at the beginning and I just felt like this. I don't know. Something here in, in, in you that just might need a little healing, which is fine. Maybe you don't, but maybe you just feel, I don't know, some heart stuff. But then yeah. this image of like this pure light that was coming out of like your heart center. And that's exactly who you are. That's what we are. Like that's just the thing that popped into my head is we were just a big ball of white, pure healing energy. Yeah. And we, yeah. Just, we are. This yeah. physical body. Yeah. And that light energy doesn't know hate. That light energy doesn't know anger, grief, it just knows love. And we just have to find, peel back all those layers to come to that white ball yeah. of light, love, healing energy. I've never said that before, but it just came to my mind. And I don't know. An epiphany. <laughs> you know, you know, though, yeah. um, whenever I do an energy healing on someone, I, I just really want to tell them, if only they could see how spirit sees them. You know, um, and if only they knew what, you know, the way I, um, the way I'm seeing it through them, you know, and I'm real, I really hope that I'm able to express to them exactly what I see. And I always feel like, oh, but they weren't there or I mean, they're there because they're obviously receiving the healing, but if only they could see what I see when, you know, I can tell them that, you know, that they're, everyone is around them, like, everyone is like all of spirit the collective energy of love is just there holding them and wanting like the that's our that's our job when we when our physical body's done we're we have to now you know express that love to our yeah. the people who are still quote here you know like a, a, they, we just and it's a shame that sometimes we don't do it while we are here you know that's why we need to do it now yeah yeah well, that's how in this work, how we can be these expressions of that love energy as well and share that with others. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, you know, when we're feeling really down on ourselves or feeling really negatively and the whole, you know, itty bitty shitty committee is going on in our <laughs> head telling us all the stuff that's bad about us. Um, you know, if only we could know that, that, that that's not true that's not the case that we're right. we are expressions of that love we are perfect we don't have to do the work as such and quotes we are already amazing and perfect and beautiful as we are we just need to unlayer some of those layers that we we pick up and take on like an armor to and we do it to protect ourselves and we do it to find that safety and security in the world i believe um you know and to try and cover up a lot of the fear so yeah, yeah underneath all of that is just perfect and beautiful just yeah. as we are pure love yeah. pure love love for ourselves though and if we don't have that then we really are you know like we we really need to start caring for ourselves which brings me to your um group um the woman of worth Facebook group that you have that I found you in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, how many people are in there as of today, roughly? Do you know how many people um, you're changing lives for? No pressure. Uh, I think it's only a small group. We've got That's about wonderful, 700, though. Yeah, yeah, 760 people, I think. There seems to be about, you know, 50 new people joining every week, um, which is just amazing. Like I started with zero couple of months ago and um i just yeah love seeing this unfold and seeing the, the magic and beauty come out of of what i'm creating here um yeah and what i'm able to give to others it's um and it, it's everybody's collective energy and their love in the group that makes it work but um yeah i'm just yeah i'm loving it <laughs> So can I invite our listeners? Um, we have a small audience. <laughs> Hopefully it'll yeah. get bigger one of these days, but um, can I invite them to visit it if they're interested in learning more about you? 
Yeah, I think offer. if you just looked up um, Woman of Worth, that should just come up. Yep. Um, yeah. And again, this is Kaz. So you'll see Kaz. Um, Kaz Olive is the originator of this group. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You so you could also just look up Kaz Olive and you'll probably find the group through just my name or, yeah, my website is olivetherapies.com. Oh, well, let me write that down. Olive, olive or olives. Olive Therapy. Olivetherapies.com? Yeah. And that's your website. All right. Did everyone hear that? Olivetherapy.com. Therapies.com. Yeah. Yeah. And Kaz's program that she offers is called I Rise. It's an eight-session workshop. Sounds fabulous. And, yeah. and her um, Facebook group is Women of Worth. That's how I found her. Um, She's super inspirational. She's got a great accent, just saying. <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually a Kiwi accent, I know you mentioned. Well, I'm living in Australia. Accent. I'm living yeah. in Western Australia. I've been here for about 10 years, but originally from New Zealand. So I carry all the Kiwiana vibes. And <laughs> I love that. That's so special. Me. Yeah. That's so special. So Kaz, do you have anything else you want to share before I ask you my three important questions that I ask all of my guests? Oh, three big questions. Um, I don't think I've got anything else to add. You have, been such a, you have been such a fabulous guest. I absolutely love talking to you. I'm sure that we will do this again at some point, doing something, maybe a joint workshop for women across the world. Mm, that would them be amazing. Realize yes. their worth. Yep. I love the itty bitty shitty committee. I've heard that before, but it's been a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I love that too. It's a good one, isn't it? I don't it remember is. where I heard that from, but I've claimed it as mine. Take it. It's all yours. <laughs> I love it. It's so true. Of course, I, I'm, you know, as a teacher, I can't say itty bitty shitty committee, but I would love to have told my kindergartners, like, don't listen to that voice. <laughs> it's a <laughs> shitty committee. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Yeah, I call it the yeah. inner critic. <laughs> it's a bit more, um, yeah, that's probably a politically correct way to say it. Yeah, you just can't tell five-year-olds, you can't say shit in the classroom. That's okay. That's a shame. They hear it at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Lucky I'm not a teacher. They'll probably hear all the words that they shouldn't be. <laughs> oh my gosh, you should hear my mouth after yeah. three o'clock and in the summer. It's just like, I get it all out and then, well, guess what? I don't know. All even the have inappropriateness. To... Oh, <laughs> I don't know how they let me become a teacher, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> if, they had no, if they had known my life before that, they'd be like, hmm, I don't think we should have her in the classroom. Yeah. But it's okay. Let's put all the staplers away and all the scissors away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. Oh, anyways, so do you want to share anything else? You shared your website, olivetherapies.com. We know about your great eight-week program, I Rise. Um, and can they find out more about that program on your website? Would they go to your website to find out more about I Rise? Um, it's probably best to contact me on my um, on Kaz Olive on my okay. um, Facebook page. Maybe if I give you the link, then sure. people can. I can you if you or email me, me maybe even email me hello at olivetherapies.com perfect that's great yeah. okay thank you and you can send me the link that I'll I'll post it in the podcast notes when this episode releases so people can see it okay. see I'm, I'm still learning I think I can do that I might you know <laughs> I can also when I post um this episode's link I can put it in there too so That'd be great. So share anything That's and everything with level. me and um, anytime because it's probably air in a week or two. I'll let you know for sure, Kaz. Okay. All right. Yeah, are, well, are you ready for the questions? They're not hard. Yeah, I know okay. I didn't Go tell you it. about them, but if you listen to an episode, you might already know them, but that's okay. Ready? Yeah. When you're at your, I think I know the answer to this because you may yeah. have said it earlier, but when you're at your most peaceful, when you're feeling your most peaceful what is it that you're doing oh, what am I doing at my most peaceful at my most peaceful probably two things um meditation and the beach if I can I'm, do both at the beach that's a perfect peaceful environment for me I was gonna say the beach for you I'm Love so glad to beach. hear meditation though 
Yeah. Sucker for the ocean. Teacher. I don't and, know if you knew that. Uh, but I... Yeah. So am I. Well, I have a advanced uh, major in mindfulness therapy. So it is oh, weaved into just about everything I do. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Same with me. Okay. Big believer. Yeah. Me too. It saved my life. Um, let's see. Then my second question is, oh yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite self-help book or a book that you would recommend to maybe a client of yours or anyone? Mm. Um, well, the very first self-help book that I read is like back in the Louise Hay days Ooh. and it's her first, oh, I don't know if it's her first book, but it was, um, Heal Your Life. Is that how it works? Is that what it's called? Heal Your Life? Heal Your Body? Heal Your Life? Is yeah, it maybe. Heal, heal Your Body? I thought it was Heal Your Life. Anyway, that one. Let me look it up. Uh, Hold on. Tell me again. Yeah. Tell me again. Heal I'm pretty your sure life? So you can heal your life. I said heal your body or heal your life. Let me look. Mm. I'm interested because I do know of like heal your body. Um, you can heal your life. Oh, see, I thought it so. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I loved that book because, yeah, I guess that's the first introduction to um, uh, knowing that I could actually heal myself. Like that was a big, I think I might've been in my twenties when I first discovered that book. This is the um, one I was talking about. Heal your body. Talks uh, about... It must be a few. Yeah. Is it yeah. a Louise Hay one as well? It is. So yeah. Heal Your Life, I'm going to have to check that out. I haven't read that, but Heal Your Body now is about trapping emotions and physical um, disease or issues based on energy. Yeah. So, yeah. And was that like a metaphysical kind of like, if you've got pains in this area, it could mean this, this yeah. emotion. Yeah. 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 I love that book too. Yeah. I'm currently reading um, A Radical Awakening by, is it Dr. Shefali? Is that he saying no, I don't. I don't know. I have to look that one up too. It's a new book. Yeah. I, I love that. That's, I, I'm I only just, halfway through, so I can't really talk about that one too much. That's okay. I feel like books come into my life when I'm supposed to hear like one little message. And I feel like every book that I've, I listen to them on Audible, but every mm. book that I've listened to, there's been one thing that has literally sparked, like I, I needed to hear that at the time. Um, and sometimes yeah. I read books over and over again and I hear something different. So recently yeah. I was drawn to Michael Singer's The Surrender Experiment. He wrote The Untethered Soul as well. Yeah. Which was Amazing. one, it's one of my favorite books. But I saw that he had this other book called The Surrender Experiment. And of course, leaving my full-time job, jumping into this new thing. Um, Leap of faith. Yeah. yeah. It's like surrendering, like letting, not letting go even. I, I keep saying letting go, but it's not. It's like surrendering to the flow of the universe, period. And that's been my, my mantra affirmation during meditations or walks. If I'm walking by myself, I just repeat, I surrender to the flow of the universe. Like whatever is supposed to come will come. Yeah. So yeah. that's what this book is like. That's been my theme for the past month or two is just letting up go of um, trying to control and just yeah. surrendering to what's supposed to happen. So yeah. Yeah. Wish, wish me luck. And just remember the goal. I think it's always good to remember because, you know, you're going to go through ups and downs through that sort of journey. Like I know I'm not the only one that's gone through letting go of your secure pain job and then jumping into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like so many amazing ups and downs. Like I know, you know, you're alive going through yeah, that's an true. entrepreneurial experience. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, remembering the goal. Like when you're working in this kind of business too, it's just yeah. like you want to help people, but you also need to maintain your business. Like, so it's like a, a fine line there in the balance yeah. of helping yeah. and having a business mind. So my brain is just going crazy. Yeah. But yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Good. You're right. I feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, last question. Are you ready? Yeah. If money wasn't an object at all, what would you be doing? Oh. Is that like one of those questions? If you won lotto tomorrow, what would you do with the money? Um, you know, I yeah, really sure. feel if that... the money kept coming, like it wasn't an issue. No, you don't need yeah. the money to survive. What would you be doing? 
Uh, it's, I actually feel like I'm doing exactly what I'm meant to be doing. That's so and funny. Almost like, every guest says it. Like, I think there was one person uh, who said something else, but they're like, yeah, I'm doing it. This is what I want to do. Probably just more of what I'm doing because I have the re more resources to, yeah. So I'll be able to help more people and yeah, do more. I'll probably be doing what I'm doing, but maybe in more countries because I, I guess COVID sort of stops that anyway. So that you can't, even with money, um, might be a bit restricted with that maybe. You can do it online in very many different countries. That's the one thing that COVID well, did teach me was yeah. that I can take my business online and not, and I, I made it through, like I, I made it through. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see like what, I want to explore the world. It's something that when I had cancer, I, I decided that as soon as I got out of it and was in remission, I said to my partner, like, this is going to be my yes year. I'm going to say yes to everything. And oh my God, we traveled so much. Like, I don't know how we did it. But we did. You were supposed to do it. That's how you did it. Uh, we did so many trips. We went to Hawaii. That's the first time I've been to any part of America. So how was that? Yeah. I've never been. I, I mean, it's beautiful. Go. It's beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. Loved it. See, I've been, to, been to New Zealand a few times. Yeah. yeah. Do you still have family in New Zealand? All my family's in New Zealand. I have one son here. He's turning 20 in a few months. Um, he's my youngest. And then I've got two older boys in New Zealand and they've got kids too. So I've got five grandsons, all boys. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I don't have any grandchildren yet, but I'm not going to push that. Right, Brittany? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she can take her time or never have them. I don't care. I just want her to be happy. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but that's like, I'm. we're old enough to have grandchildren just don't have any right now and I'm okay yeah. with that I don't want Brittany to get any wrong impression here yeah that, no ideas yeah, yeah no <laughs> she can do whatever she wants <laughs> you know I, I'm pretty sure everyone says that until they have one and then like being a nana is the best ever I it's hear better that. than being a mum. I hear that yeah. you can return them right <laughs> but the love is different too I'm it's just like, teasing yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, it you're is. right. It's your Can't baby's baby. It's your baby's baby. Of course, you're going to love that baby. Yeah, it's a different kind of love being a nana, though. Yeah. You know, well, they can do no wrong. No. <laughs> Here's all the candy and pizza. And <laughs> yeah. I love you, buddy. Yeah, yeah I love that. That's that. awesome. Yeah. Whatever you want. Um, yeah. I'm going to be such a spoiling grandmother. Anyways, it has been such a joy to talk to you and really get to know you, especially on the podcast. Now, everyone that I know will get to know you and they're just going to love you too. Yeah, awesome. Well, if they're a friend of yours, they're a friend of mine. <laughs> Same. Same. Um, it, 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 across the pond and the lands and all of the places, it's been so nice to know you. And thank goodness for Zoom and the ability to be able to meet people across the world um, and share your story because your story is going to help so many other people, I think, here. And to understand that you came out of your situation and now you're using what you've been through to help others. And I think that's probably the main reason and lesson, reason why you went through, you went to what, through what you went through was to yeah. then use it to help others. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's very courageous. Sharing your story is very courageous. So I appreciate you and I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate the time that you took. Um, and you're and and I'm I'm so grateful that the day is beautiful because I'm looking forward to it now. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome! Yeah, you enjoy that. Thank Go to you. the beach. <laughs> I might. It's my first official day of summer vacation, so who knows what I'm gonna do? My plan was oh, to watch out. I know my plan it's was on the loose. <laughs> Teacher's gone wild. My um plan. <laughs> was to restructure my business. And that's what I'm going to do because today is a great day to do it. Perfect. Right? I can't wait to see yeah, what you do with um, you know, your business Thanks. now, this year, the rest of the year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you officially quit? Well, I'm taking a year off next year. Officially, I am taking a leave of absence. So I'm still a, an employee of the district that I teach in, but my plan and I'm saying it out loud here on the podcast is not to go back mm. 
That's my plan. Awesome. Yeah. Leap of faith. Do it. Yeah. So I'm giving myself and my business until and this sounds so strict and regimented, but this is just how my brain works. I'm giving my business. I'm not quitting my business if it doesn't work, but I want to see what kind of growth I can. Um, what's the word? Generate. Yeah. Generate. Thank you, the Kaz. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing what kind of growth I can generate, what my business, where I can go with it until maybe like January, February next year. So a little less than a year. Yeah. yeah. That's my plan. Yeah. That's awesome. Hope to never look back. That's my plan. Mm-hmm. Love yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah, good for thank you. you. Well, thank right? you for being an inspiring person online that I recognized and saw and was like, okay, I'm, I know I can do this. Like, I see what she's doing. I can do that. I see, you know, so thank you. You can, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Let's say thanks once more. I feel like I'm in my classroom. Say thank you to Miss Olive. (laughs) 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 Thank you, Kaz, so much. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely my pleasure. I hope that everyone loves listening to this as much as I love talking with you. And we're going to sign off. Once again, a big thank you to Kaz for joining me for this episode of Heal all the way from Australia. (laughs) We had to coordinate our time zones and I'm so happy that it worked out. What a pleasure to talk to Kaz. Again, if you're interested in learning more about Kaz, you can follow her, join her page on Facebook, Woman of Worth. You can learn more about her through her I Rise eight-week program Um, and also we have a website, olivetherapies.com. You can check her out there. If you want to reach out to us with any questions, comments, or anything about our podcast, please send an email to talktoheelpodcast at gmail.com. We really love hearing from you all. Until our next episode, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. See you next time.